Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. They're never old hat. They're all special in their own right. It is so hard. To, I remember in 18, I told somebody this. I told John Sherholz was in my office, and I said, I don't know how you guys did 14 in a row because it's so hard to do one, and now we've done six. And I told those guys, don't ever forget how this feels and don't ever slight this because you're never guaranteed it. Yeah, big night for the Atlanta Braves and Braves country again last night. Six years in a row. Isn't it wonderful? Good job, Snit. We're all over it today here on The Fan. We're the home of the Braves. And this is the Buck Blue Show, live from the Battery Atlanta. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Appreciate you being with us today. A lot to get to. Hey, do you want to be a Brave for a day? Get qualified. Be tuned into The Fan at... 7.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m., 3.30 p.m. When you hear the sounder, be the sixth caller to get entered to win. Be drawing one lucky winner and make him a Braves player for a day. Got to be 21 or older and a legal Georgia resident to enter and win. Going to get a pro, uh, prorated one-day salary of 680 bucks. You're going to throw out the first pitch. On September the 20th, you get four Truist Club front row. Must be the front row seats for that day's game. A visit to the Braves radio broadcast booth, an autographed bat, some goodies. So make sure you're listening to the home of the Braves, 680 The Fan. You might be the big winner. Let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. The Braves did it again. Won the division six years in a row. You taking this for granted? I'm not. Since that amazing, remember this, the worst of first season back in 1991? Since that worst of first season in 91, the Braves have won the division 21 times. 21 times in 32 years. I mean, that's just the way we roll here. Sort of the opposite of what the Falcons do. How about this? The Mets, the Phillies, the Nationals, and the Marlins combined have won the division just 12 times during that same time period. They've got to be sick and tired of seeing the Atlanta Braves win. Braves are clearly the team to beat moving forward to the postseason. The favorite to win it all. We've got 16 regular season games remaining. So what is the Braves' plan in these last 16 games? <laughs> That's the Mets. They've, they've never won the division. 
what's the Braves' plan? Well, do you keep the pedal to the metal? Two, do you ease off the gas a little bit? Or three, do you rest the starters and chill out big time? Party down. Well, you can eliminate three. They're not going to do that. The correct plan to me is number two. Ease off the gas a little bit. Rest a few of the starters. Maybe a couple of games, two or three games during the last couple of weeks of the season. I mean, you got guys like Acuna and Olsen. They've played in every single game. Stay plugged in mentally, I think, is important. So you're showing up every day. You're getting your work in. You're seeing some live pitching. You're able to recharge the batteries and then get ready to make a World Series run. And we'll talk more about that coming up here in a uh, little bit. Right now, let's go to the uh, Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on College Football Hall of Famer, Heisman Trophy winner, championship quarterback, with the Florida Gators, a friend of the show, Danny Werfel joins us on the show. Danny, what's going on? Hey, Buck, it's good to talk to you. You are uh, probably my favorite Bulldog, so it's <laughs> always good to be with you, my friend. All right, so the Braves getting it done again. You're not surprised, right? I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm excited for it. It's, uh, it's, it's an always great momentum uh, for our city, for sure. And then we got the big uh, Florida-Tennessee game. Tell us about this rivalry. You guys, when you were there, Danny, you went 4-0. Of course, you won the SEC four years in a row. 4-0 against the, the Volunteers. This rivalry, I, I'm sure it makes you feel good looking back on those days. What about right now? I mean, do you give uh, – Tennessee hadn't, hadn't shown up in Gainesville and won for 20 years. <laughs> that does feel good to say. Um, you know, looking back, you know, for us, we, we did win all four games my four years, but uh, it was the, the really the, the game of the year in many ways because whoever won that early SEC East game back then won the SEC East. I think Tennessee and Peyton were undefeated uh, after that game a few years, so had we not beaten them, you know, you, you might not be talking to me now. Who knows? So it was a huge game for us. You know, both teams uh, aren't aren't what they were then yet, but I think both are trying to get back there really hard. Got great, great coaches, great momentum. So uh, really, this is a huge game for both of these programs. I think whoever wins this game Saturday night is going to take a giant step forward, kind of with their fan bases, uh, kind of in the in the national stage of you know who's who's back. So it's it's a big game. It's going to be electric uh, in in Gainesville Saturday night. So the uh, the loss to Utah took some of the air out of the balloon uh, opening game. Uh, Gators looking to get this thing back on track. I saw where Dan Mullen on somebody's podcast saying that Napier, until uh, unless he can beat some of these uh, these three rivals, which would be uh, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida State right now, 0-3 coming into this game Saturday, unless he can find a way to beat some of these rivals, he doesn't expect him to be hanging around very long. Yeah, well, we're definitely not off to, to a great start. I'm not in the in the panics crowd yet. I really think, uh, you know, Coach Napier uh, inherited a lot of things that had kind of gone south a bit. So I think, you know, he's really doing a rebuild, and I'm really pleased with what he's doing. Um, you know, a huge part of this thing is recruiting, and, and that had gone down, and we were sitting on, I think, like the third, third best class right now for next year. And so I feel like uh, that's trending up. 
I like to give a coach a three years. Uh, that's, you know, I know in, in today's age with the, you know, Deion Sanders showing up and winning games and, and things changing quickly, people are much less patient than perhaps they used to be. But I still think if you're going to invest in a coach, you got to give him three years. And I'm fully, fully behind Napier and looking forward to great things. Danny, what do you make of the run George is on right now? Back-to-back uh, -back national titles. Did you ever, in your wildest dreams, uh, expect to be Georgia talking about a three-peat? Well, I've got uh, a couple thoughts. The first one is, as a Gator, I'm not real happy about it one bit, uh, especially since we're on the brunt end of, uh, of those games recently in, in Jacksonville. But you know, as a college football fan, I am really, really impressed. I mean, to think that, Literally, someone has come and dethroned Alabama here in, in this era, uh, clearly has really dominated on all fronts. Kirby Smart has just done a fantastic job of building that program, and they are firing on all cylinders. Uh, they have a, uh, in addition to that, I think have a great favorable schedule this year, so I anticipate another fantastic year for, for Georgia. Danny's also the tournament host of the upcoming second annual Pickle Bowl tournament this Pickleball, man, it is taking off big time, Danny, and you're right here in the middle of it. You're going to be hosting the second annual tournament at ITA here in Atlanta. Brand new facility with pickleball courts, tennis courts. Uh, you got some celebrities showing up. You're the defending champ with your uh, uh, your friend, uh, the pro Kyle Yates. You guys representing Florida. Rick Barry showing up, former uh, Major League Baseball player Matt Holliday. I uh, see so you got David Pollock showing up, Eric Decker. Uh, some big-time celebrities showing up. I mean, this is awesome. How do people, uh, are they able to come out and enjoy the tournament? Oh, man, it's going to be a fantastic day next Tuesday uh, afternoon and evening. Uh, it's right there near Spaghetti Junction for our uh, Atlanta friends. And so if you go to pickleball.net, you can get tickets to come watch. And you can also, there's open play, there's skills challenges, there's trick shots. Um, and then there's also a clinic of the pros are teaching a clinic for the pickleball enthusiasts, but I've really grown to love this sport it has a funny name, but it is an absolutely fantastic sport. Anybody of any age or athletic ability can enjoy it and it can get pretty darn competitive. And so we've uh, combined our, our joy of competition and fun to create this big celebrity pro-am um, that's all raising money for the Werfel Foundation where we're trying to inspire service and unity in the world and so just we're really excited about it uh, pickleball.net for all the information you know you've heard of the orange bowl and the sugar bowl so we got a bunch of football players playing pickleball so we're playing for the pickleball this is serious business here too man i mean you guys are not <laughs> fooling around out there well in our neighborhood we, we live near the tennis courts and pickleball's taken over i mean what do you make of this phenomenon we're seeing here I think it's just it's a, uh, several things. One, it, it's a sport that anyone can play. So literally my 77-year-old mom and my 9-year-old uh, nephew were on a pickleball team at our last family event, and they loved it. And, you know, so it's an easy access game that anyone can play, whereas other sports, you know, if you've never played golf or tennis, it's really hard to just pick it up and enjoy it. Uh, it's a game you can play long into your life, even though uh, now the best players in the world are kind of teenagers and in their early 20s. Uh, but it's also a game that's, that's challenging. It's like a video game with a thousand levels where there's always another level. Um, it's fun. It's strategic. A lot of community uh, behind it and people 
people are eating it up, uh, and I'm one of them. Well, Danny, best of luck with the tournament. Always great getting you on. We'll look forward to seeing you down the road soon. That sounds great. We'll talk more about the desired truck coming up later, but for now, it's pickleball.net. Hey, good luck with the tournament, man. Tournament host, Danny Warfel, second annual pickleball tournament coming up Tuesday. It's always great having Danny on. All right, coming up next, latest on Stetson Bennett. And uh, we've got Josh Brooks going to hang out too, talk a little Bulldog football. You got the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 937. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is awesome. Um, it, it never gets old. Uh, it really doesn't. This this group's so special. Um, you know, I, I truly, truly believe in this group. You know, coming to the yard every day is so much fun. Um, we work really hard. We believe in each other. Um, you know, what, what more can you ask for? I feel celebratory today. show here on the fan 680 and 93.7 can also listen online we're streaming at 680thefan.com you can click and watch the show hey everybody and also listen on the fan mobile app driven by beaver toyota of coming beaver direct fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle let them wow you at beaver toyota Incoming, the uh, 10 o'clock hour brought to you by Dupree Plumbing. Go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service at DupreePlumbing.com. Had the big take talking about the Braves and their consistency of excellence. Don't you just love it in this town? We can count on the Braves every single year to bring us some joy. And that big take brought to you by Ace Hardware, locally owned and operated. Here are multiple locations around Metro Atlanta. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Let's find out what's popping. All right, let me check those off the list. There we go. Okay. Yeah, what's popping? Well, concerned about this story. Stetson Bennett. Los Angeles Rams have put Stetson on the reserve NFI list. And you're probably wondering what exactly that is. The non-football illness list. And the Los Angeles Rams head coach, Sean McVay, meeting with the media yesterday, would not disclose specifics on Stetson's situation, but... 
was adamant in saying it's not related to the right shoulder injury that he was dealing with last week. Bennett will miss four games minimum. And here's, uh, I quote McVeigh here. This is what he had to say yesterday. Out of respect for Stetson and the situation, I'm going to leave all the specifics and particulars in-house. And I want to be able to do that out of respect for that situation, so I'm not going to really have any follow-up information or anything that I'll give in that regard. So the Rams will go with Brett Ripien as the backup quarterback to Matthew Stafford in these next four weeks. Now, Stafford didn't want to address it either. A health situation? I mean, basically, that's what we're looking at here. And... Um, has nothing to do with any football injuries. You know, I checked in with Mort. Uh, Mort doesn't know all the particulars either at this point in time. He's working on that. Could be a mental health situation. I mean, it's reasonable to assume that maybe alcohol has been a factor. I mean, Stetson has dealt with so much stress during that back-to-back -back national championship run, going right into the NFL draft, going right into making an NFL team, putting a lot of intense work and a lot of scrutiny. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with the L.A. Rams. And um, Sean McVay saying it. Referring that, uh, you know, sometimes these things are bigger than football. But you're right, Buck. Uh, it's paid off for Stetson. He found himself in a pretty darn good situation there, making the team in L.A. behind a veteran quarterback. Really good play caller. Uh, and, yeah, I hope you can figure this out. Yeah, and the alcohol comes up because, well, I mean, you look at some of the things that have happened during this two-year run. The appearance on Good Morning America, pretty obvious that... You know, there was some alcohol involved there. Um, that was the night after they won the national championship. Yeah. That's understandable. Uh, the uh, arrest out in Dallas. It was a little bit more bonehead on that. Banging on the doors, somebody's door, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Obviously inebriated at that point in time. I mean, my hope is that uh, Stetson uh, gets whatever help he needs, and Stetson's going to get well. That's my hope here. Again, a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that he's had thrown in his lap, and he's earned the opportunity in the NFL and certainly looked good in the preseason. So I hope Stetson can uh, get the help he needs and get on back very soon. So really, uh, you know, troubling. And, and ever since the story broke overnight, uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this. How I would address it on the show. What am I going to say? How do you explain it? Road Dog, what are you thinking? 
It's a tough situation for him. I mean, we don't know all the details of what's going on, obviously, and uh, I just am going to keep him in my thoughts and hope that he gets through whatever he is currently going through and comes out the other side a better person. Well said, Road Dog. Yeah, I just keep going back to the stress that this guy's been under for going on three years now. And that effect, it can take a toll on you. And it was sprung on him pretty quick, too, Buck. He went from, you know, backup to national champion in just a few short months. So, Yeah, and he was at the uh, Georgia home opening game in street clothes, sort of hiding out in the stands watching the game. I thought that was a little bit odd. I mean, that's a long trip from L.A. Uh, over to Athens for the football game. So, yeah, the media is going to be digging on this in the days to come. And I'm sure more details will, will come down at some point in time. But, you know, let me just speak for uh, most of the Bulldog Nation, I assume, by saying just uh, get the help you need and get well and, and get on back. A lot of people wishing you the very best. And that's what's popping. Sometimes you don't get the uh, good story for West Pop, and you get a troubling story. I hope that works out. Hey, Chuck and Turnoff are out and about today. You got a chance to go out and check the boys out. They're going to be broadcasting live uh, beginning at 2 o'clock. They'll be at the Buffalo Wild Wings Perimeter Mall location for the Atlanta Football Feast. Fan promo team's going to be hanging out until 8 p.m., walking you right up to kickoff with a uh, great prize giveaways courtesy of more than sports. There isn't a better place to be on Thursdays this football season than at Buffalo Wild Wings Sports Bar. Stop in today and uh, get that checked out. Hey, Braves fans, it's Alex Anthopoulos. Now is the time to call and get qualified to become a Brave for a day. It's all part of 680 The Fans' 30th anniversary celebration. Call now, 404-231-1680. Caller 6 gets qualified to sign a one-day contract with the Braves from Atlanta's 30-year home for sports, The Fan. Yeah, so uh, good luck with that. Brave for a day, that'd be awesome. As the phone lines light up. So we get an NFL game tonight. Vikings and Eagles going to go at it tonight. 8-15 kickoff in Philadelphia. That's where that game's going to take place. The uh, Vikings uh, underwhelming in week number one. Cost me one of my best bets. Letting the Bucks got to get up there and take care of business. You see, we talked about it briefly on, uh, on the bullpen yesterday. Apparently Baker Mayfield fig- figured out. Yeah. Minnesota's defensive signals or calls or something like that. Good for him. Yeah, I'd say what you want about Baker, but at this point, yeah, he's a veteran. He's been around, and uh, I guess he's seen stuff like that. So took advantage of uh, of a Minnesota team that we expect to be pretty strong. Feels like they're missing Dalvin Cook, though, Buck. Yeah, that, uh, that looked like a no-brainer, that pick right there. Nobody giving the Bucks any credit coming into the season. I'd... I, Certainly guilty of that. Uh, I thought they were one of the least talented teams in the league. I don't know if that's changed yet or not, but good way to open the season. Friday night, uh, football on 680 The Fan and Extra 106.3 all season long. We're going to bring some great high school football action. And coming up tomorrow night, we got Marist playing at Blessed Trinity in the Friday night football game of the week. After the ball game, if you're out and about checking out any other football games, 
can count on Extra 106.3. Get that extra app, and uh, you can check out the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show. Get scores and updates from around the state. The Friday night football game of the week and Georgia's High School Scoreboard Show presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza, WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Let's get to the roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10-5. Get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on Josh Brooks, J. Reed Parker, Director of Athletics at the University of Georgia. Josh, how's your day going, man? Pretty good. Just getting excited for another home game. Open up SEC play. Um, we got volleyball, soccer, cross country all getting after this week, so it's it's starting to ramp up. Yeah, I've often said you need a twin brother to get all this done here. I, uh, at the first two games, Josh, and just blown away with the renovations, the enhancements to Sanford Stadium, the Gate 9 100-level concourse. That is just awesome. You must be pleased with how that worked out. Yeah, it, it's been awesome. And uh, I, you remember old Coach Casey. I ran into him at the grocery <laughs> store uh, last week. He's like, I've been telling him to do it for 30 years. And I was like, well, Coach Casey, you'd be proud. And, you know, it's just it's one of those things that's not um, not exciting to talk about at first because you're talking about renovations that that don't involve recruiting or student athletes or, or doesn't generate money, but we just knew fundamentally need to be done for the experience on the south side. And when you think about it, that South 100 level um, is some of our most loyal long-time season ticket holders. So improving the experience, ingress, egress, restrooms, concessions was a big priority, and I'm just glad. It's gone well, and, and look, you know, after two games, we st- we're still finding ways to tweak it and make it better, so um, hopefully we can keep improving. It's already great, and just making it even better is really impressive. you got a lot of projects going on, Josh. I mean, you got, uh, you know, the football, the Sanford Stadium, you got baseball, you got basketball, softball, tennis, track. I mean, how do you keep up with all this? Well, thank- <laughs> thankfully, I've got a great team. I think they're they're a little upset with me. I've been We've been pushing the the gas pedal down a little bit right now, but you know, a lot of it's due to the, the phenomenal support from our donors and, and the work our development team has done to raise money. So we're really trying to capitalize this time to get things going. You know, it's like you said, we, we finished phase one at Sanford. We hit phase two after the season this year, we're finished up the indoor tennis. That'll be finished up in January, a new tennis six court indoor. We've already started baseball at Foley, started softball at Turner, starting, uh, we're kicking off plans for a new track. That'll be the designs for that. And then, um, we, we'll have some exciting news at the board meeting next week about uh, future plans for Stegman and and uh, what we've got planned for that. So a lot going on, but uh, it's exciting at the same time because you just think when, you, when you're when you taking on this many projects, you think, man, three or four years from now, uh, we're going to make some pretty transformative changes. Yeah, I'm really, uh, you know, obviously interested and invested with the baseball program, having played baseball there, too. What? How's Wes Johnson settling in and uh, Foley Field? How how things going there? Great. And, and he's just been a ball of energy. And uh, he's hit the ground running. And obviously, he's done uh, a tremendous job of adding to our roster through the transfer portal and, uh, and then keeping some of the key pieces as well. So excited about him, excited about the future as he builds this program back. 
but you know Foley's exciting. So we've already this summer we got into you know doing some of the cr- critical underground utility work that's that was needed in order to get into the heavy lifting after this off season of the construction down third base and left field. Um, we're, but we're also doing right now um, the locker room and the team meeting room space. Those areas are being renovated. Those are two spaces we could get into right now. So we're gonna have that done for the start of the season, and then like I said, after this season we'll get into the. The, the bigger pieces of the construction of the new uh, coaches' offices, batting cage, pitching lab, et cetera. So really excited to get that rolling this summer as well. Got a lot of fans, obviously, uh, focused on football, but fall sports at UGA, you, you got uh, a lot of things happening here, uh, volleyball. How about soccer? Got uh, got Vandy coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, and they'll be, they'll be at uh, Alabama tonight. Uh, we're ranked 23rd in the country. Bama, I think, is ranked 7th. But by our, uh, you know, studying of the RPI, I think we're number seven in the country in RPI. We played one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the country, and then now we're going up against the top ten team in Alabama. So um, excited about this team, and we still, um, you know, we still have a couple players that 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 haven't really played yet through health, but they're coming along and should be playing shortly. So excited about the growth there, and excited about uh, where we're headed with that program. Kadani's done a, just a phenomenal job wooden soccer. Josh, tell us about the new track complex you're going to have. Yeah, so we're basically going to get into a, a, you know, start a kickoff meeting next week to really start designing what it's going to be. Myself, Coach Carroll, and some others are going to sit down and start really, you know, laying out the big plans, the dreams of what it can be. You know, that's going to be down on South Village across the street from soccer, softball. Um, really, you know, this is a, a multi thought process with this track right we want something that's going to be phenomenal for our student athletes our team our coaches but also um i know how big track has gotten in this state and i know that if we can have put the put a a track facility together that could host usatf and aau meets not only is that good for our university and for you know getting kids to this campus but it's also good for athens in our region getting families getting kids here um, that's hotels, that's restaurants, that's gas stations, that, that's revenue bringing into this town. So town of Galwan, uh, I know a track facility will be phenomenal for this area as well. Josh, I can't go anywhere without people asking me about uh, college football and the conference realignment that we're seeing going on here. Is, is the Pac-12 going to make it? And what is, you know, next season we won't have uh, divisions in the SEC. What, what is all this going to look like uh, three to five uh, years down the road? Yeah, look, that's a great question. Three to five years, who knows what how things continue to evolve. I'm excited to welcome Texas and Oklahoma in. I do think um, by going to, uh, you know, the, the one one division, the one or two divisions, obviously we lose a little of the traditional, you know, the, the what we're familiar with with SEs. But I do think the big bonus is the veritability in scheduling. Now that we'll, you know, you'll see every opponent in Sanford Stadium every four years. Likewise, we'll get to travel to every SEC stadium once every four years. I think that's good. Just just mixing it up a little more to where, you know, it's not the same old, same old schedule. So having opportunities to go to, uh, you know, Fayetteville and, and Baton Rouge and College Station and, and Austin and, and Norman, um, getting putting them in the mix as well, I think is going to be for good for their fan bases and our fan base as well. As uh, as we look to you know keep bringing exciting games to Stanford, yeah, a lot of people confused too with how the SEC encouraged you to move off that Oklahoma game that was scheduled. Uh, yeah. You guys picked up Ball State, and uh, you know I've tried to explain this because 
you know, the Alabama-Texas thing w- was complete when they played the game prior to the conference expanding and including yeah. those teams in the SEC, whereas Georgia, you would have had the, the second game in that, that two-game series. Yeah, you're exactly right, Buck. I mean, we would never be in a situation where we're going to go play an opponent and not get a true return game. Um, that's never been our protocol. Anything, Any situation like that has always been at, at least a home-and-home. So for us to go play that game this year at Oklahoma and not get a true return isn't fair to our coaches, our student athletes, or our fans. So I know people were disappointed they wanted to go to Oklahoma, but there's just no situation where we're going to be anyone's game that we're going to go and not get a true return. So unfortunately, um, you know, it, it didn't work out. But, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, like I said, will be every four years we'll go there. And once every four years, so twice in four years, you'll you'll get to go there and they'll get to come here in the new scheduling format. So We'll get that kicked off next year, and obviously we're going to Texas and Alabama, and then we'll get some great return trips um, in the following year as well. Josh, best of luck against the Gamecocks on Saturday. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Buck. I appreciate you. Josh Brooks, Jay Reed Parker, Director of Athletics at the University of Georgia. And uh, always good to have him on. All right, coming back on the other side, Going to look ahead as far as the Braves go. Uh, what's that postseason roster going to look like? We've got some ideas. Got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. We have fun with each other. We make fun of each other also. So to me, it's that's what makes us like a family, like brothers. So that's why we have a great team. Everybody just you know, enjoy the game and play hard. Yeah, it was a lot of fun last night watching the Braves and their celebration in Philadelphia. It's my Philly accent, if you're wondering. It's not Ed Ogeron. may sound similar. Uh, maybe I'm just doing a bad job. Great celebrating in Philadelphia where the uh, Phillies fans were uh, booing us after the game ended. I just love that. Ronald was was bringing it on, soaking it in. It was funny. It was a, it was a bit of a reserve set of celebration on the field until Ronald came in. He was the only one jumping around. <laughs> Yeah, and as you look, with a couple of weeks and change left in the regular season, now we turn our focus to the postseason. The Braves are busy checking boxes, is what they were talking about last night during the celebration. So we check the box of winning the division. We check the box of qualifying for the postseason. Now there are three boxes left to check. Win the NLDS series win the NLCS series, and win the World Series for the second time in three years. That would be awesome. 
And so as you look at the bracket as it stands today, if the postseason started today, the Braves would be sitting out watching the Phillies play the Cubs, and we would play the winner. The Dodgers, the two seed, would be watching the Brewers play the Diamondbacks. And that is not finished there as far as the uh, Diamondbacks go. They got the Reds, the Giants, and the Marlins breathing down their necks. So that will unfold here over the next couple of weeks. But if it started today, be the Brewers taking on the D-backs. As far as who the Braves play, will it be the Phillies? Remember now, we lost to them in the LDS last season, which was tremendously disappointing. Hoping to get back at them for that. Phillies are the Cubs. Let's hear from Spencer Strider last night during the celebration. Strider was saying he doesn't care who we face. Where we play and who we play doesn't mean anything to us. We're trying to win every single day, no matter what the circumstances are. So uh, we knew today we had a chance to come out with a win and punch the division. Um, but it was the same attitude as always for us. Same day, same as the first day of the season. It'll be the same as the last day of the season. So, um, like I said, that's what makes this team so great. It's just the consistency and the, the even, even-headedness. Yeah, I have a big party going on last night. Man, that was fun. I'm glad I didn't have that champagne going in my eyes. That would have been rough. So we're going to spend the next couple of weeks talking about, and you're going to hear this in Sports Talk Radio, is, okay, what's that postseason roster going to look like? We're going to start examining that. And I've already started examining that. And, you know, I'm not really uh, that focused on the positional players and the bench players. Uh, I think those are pretty set rotation set so what we're going to be talking about is that bullpen who makes the postseason roster as far as the bullpen goes and they can reset this after the lds after we beat the phillies or the cubs move on to the lcs they could reset that as far as uh, kyle wright trying to get some extra work you got chavez trying to get back in a hurry uh, you got Colin McHugh uh, also on the injured list right now. What will the bullpen look like? Well, tell you what, we're going to have three left-handers down there in the bullpen, and I think that's a good thing, especially if we're going to be taking on the Phillies in the LDS because you got to deal with Harper, Swarber, got some big-time left-handed hitters we're going to have to take care of come LDS time. So you got to look at A.J. Mentor, who looks fabulous right now, as a matter of fact. And I know there are a lot of people talking about him. Why don't we put him at the closer role? Well, because Iglesias is your closer, and Iglesias has been lights out until a little bump in the road here lately. Got the win in this series against Philadelphia, but blew the save. <clears throat> And uh, look, he at the the beginning of the inning got some balls in the middle of the zone, and then it, it sort of clicked. And then he started working the corners and threw some nasty stuff up there. I'm sure that got Anthopoulos and Snicker not looking to replace <clears throat> Rysel Iglesias heading into the postseason. He's going to be fine. Don't worry about him. Mentor is going to be fine. Lights out right now in that high leverage setup role as far as the eighth inning goes. Kirby Yates has come through big here at the end of the season. A little worried about Jimenez. Uh, Dylan Lee is another lefty. We're trying to get back and ready to go come postseason time. 
And I, I thoroughly believe we're going to be handing that ball to Brad Hand in some of these big situations where we're trying to protect the lead late in these games. So you got Mentor, you got Lee, and you got Hand. Lefties coming out of the bullpen in high leverage, high drama situations, trying to help close out these games. Uh, Pierce Johnson is a guy that we acquired at the trade deadline. He's throwing that curveball pretty much every pitch, and he's been awesome. So I think he's going to be in the mix as far as making the postseason roster. I'll tell you, Jackson Stevens is another one to keep an eye on, too. Really like what he brings to the table. So I think this is where most of the discussion is going to take place, is what the bullpen's going to look like come postseason time. Got some competition going on here the last couple of weeks of the year. Let's hear from Pierce Johnson talking about what a thrill it is to be playing on a winning team like the Braves. Look, you have a chance to win a World Series every time you step on the field with this. You don't get that everywhere. You, there's a handful of organizations that get to have that, and this is one of them. And I'm thankful that everything that I've gone through and everything that's kind of ended up, I, I'm here and I'm, I'm going to be able to contribute to this team. Yeah, you can tell he's thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. Hey, join Steve West uh, coming up. And uh, Heath Klein coming up this Saturday. We bring you the Georgia Football Today show every Saturday, breaking down the college football uh, scene every single Saturday here on the College Football Voice of the South, 680 The Fan. So their show Saturdays, 8 to 11, and they're going to be at Lake Point Sports Complex for the Rally High Volleyball event going on at the Champions Center. So uh, check that out. Uh, Westy and Heath live on location at Lake Point Sports coming up this Saturday morning, 8 to 11, here on The Fan. For more information, visit lakepointsports.com. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. Yeah, final word today. Want to give you a heads up. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have the voice of the Gamecocks. Todd Ellis, former South Carolina quarterback, has been the voice of the Gamecocks for years now, and he will help me break down the South Carolina-Georgia game. For Road Dog, DT, appreciate your hard work, guys. We're back at it tomorrow. Join me Friday, 10 to 11, here on The Fan. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Stay tuned for that here on The Fan. Thank you, Buck. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.